0: This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, so Mm -hmm. let's try to make some money in the college basketball world tonight. Uh, Let's start with Xavier and Georgetown. This one is uh, a noon tip, or I should say this weekend, because these are the big matchups across the weekend in college hoops involving the top 25. So it looks like uh, Xavier's trying to bounce back after their first Big East loss jinx do you think this is a good angle playing a team off a loss saying that oh well i'm getting this team at a good price now they're gonna get their act together
1: i think so to a point but this number if it's around 20 like that is (laughs) ridiculous even though like camp bomb has xavier by 20 am i gonna lay 20 points with the musketeers even though they're far and away better than georgetown no i'm not and also how sad is it bill can speak to this but Man, how sad is it that Georgetown with such an incredible incredible history. Like their home games now when you look at Capital One Arena, there's like four people there. They're just a bad basketball team and it's it's just awful considering the number of incredible players who have gone through that school and now they're just they're just as bad as it gets in college basketball. But I will say from a gambling perspective, they've only lost two games all season by more than 20 points only one at home so i'm not gonna bet this game but if i did i would hold my nose and go with the hoyas that's a lot of points
0: yeah i think i've actually won some money on georgetown over the years because yes they're bad but when they're getting a lot of points especially against uh some divisional opponents or divisional uh conference opponents i should say uh sometimes they've actually been a pretty solid bet so if they are getting 20 I think I would be on Georgetown at home against uh, Xavier. Let's go to the ACC. Duke, number 17 Miami. Duke's not the ranked team in this one. A noon tip here. Duke, a perfect 9-0 and at home this season. Kim Palm has this game going Duke's favor by five points. Do you think Miami, the ranked team, has a shot at covering this number?
1: Here's what I would do. I would. I'm going to wait until the total is posted and then look at an over just based on the trends alone. In their last ten games, Canes are eight and two to the over, and in their last ten games, Duke is seven and three to the over. The over is six and four in Duke's last ten games at Cameron Indoor. So as long as the total isn't outrageous, I'll take a hard look at going over there.
0: Yeah, uh, I think I'm tempted to take the points with Miami. But uh, they lost two of their last four coming off an overtime loss to NC State, uh, their last last time out uh, coming off a win of Syracuse, their last game. So I don't know. Uh, This one's a tough one for me because usually you're never getting a bargain on Duke. And this year they've been disappointing. So it's not a team that I really want to play unless I'm looking at the other side. Duke coming off that loss to Clemson, 72-64. I believe that spread was very close. So didn't even come close to covering that number. So it's Miami or nothing for me getting the five. Let's go to the big 12, number 14, TCU and a huge matchup against number two, Kansas. Kim Palm has Kansas by nine, but Jenks TCU has been great at covering these spreads. And they've been winning a lot of these games outright as underdogs.
1: Yeah. I think if you bet TCU as a dog, you're going to end up on the right side more often than not. And Kansas just because of their history, because they're so good, they're just perennially overvalued by the market whenever tcu is a dog i look at the horny toads as a dog this season four and one against Mm -hmm. the number and kansas again as a favorite this season chelsea the jayhawks are five and ten against the spread i think you're getting a little value here on tcu because they've struggled lately but if it's nine around there i think that's too many points even in lawrence so i would take tcu
0: Oh, for sure. Uh, I think uh, you see this line at uh, eight and a half over at Bartorvik, but still, I don't think I want to go against TCU that uh, even coming off a loss to West Virginia, I still think they're a solid enough team to where they can keep it close here against Kansas, a team that uh, in Big 12, we see a lot of teams uh, that have been pretty solid as underdogs. So I'll go with TCU here. Let's go out west. Number eleven Arizona in a big matchup against number five UCLA. Kim Palm has UCLA as road favorites here by three. Arizona is a very solid offense. Jenks, I think I probably want to watch this one. Looks like a good game.
1: Yeah, I just want to sit back and enjoy this one, and I don't want to bet it because if I did. And, and these are difficult to cap because, full disclosure, like I know college basketball, but I don't know it. Like I don't do a ton of hardcore college basketball betting. Mm-hmm. So what I like to do is I, I really, when it comes to college basketball in particular, I just look at numbers. I follow a lot of different trends if I like it. And in this game, I kind of like the under because when you think about Arizona, what do you think of? You think about their offense, right? Arizona number nine offensively by Ken Pom. But I think the difference here is that UCLA defense, which is really, really good. So the under is hit in six straight games, I believe, for UCLA. And that defense is so very good. I think it keeps it under the numbers. So if the total's right, under is the play for me. But I don't want to watch an incredible game like this, one of the best games of the weekend, and not root for points. So I'm going to stay away completely.
0: What do you think about teams who have won a ton of games in a row? Because right now it looks like UCLA is on an absolute heater. 14 straight Mm -hmm. wins for the Bruins. At some point, we see this all the time in college basketball. There's going to be an upset here or there. They're not going to win all of these games in a row. So do you think this is a reason for maybe not backing UCLA here?
1: Yeah, I think so. And also... Conversely, look at Arizona, which has struggled a little bit recently. So you're talking about a red-hot team in the Bruins and a team that we know, if you look at the Wildcats roster, they're obviously very talented and a great offensive squad. So, you know, at some point, if you think UCLA is going to come back down to earth and sort of regress to the mean, don't you think Arizona will do the opposite, start playing better? So if that happens and you think, hey, if there's a spot where maybe the Bruins are due to be beaten, maybe this is it.
0: Yeah, I also think when a game is almost a coin flip situation, that's when I don't really want to bet it. Uh, When I feel like either team is good enough to win, like, I guess you would side towards the underdog, right? Especially when Arizona is getting three points at home.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably the way to go. Ultimately, I just don't want to bet this game. This is going to be a great college basketball game. So... I guess I'm going to stay away. And again, like, how do you bet even when it's the right side? Let me ask you this, just from a viewing perspective, like if you're convinced like you've got a good game and you're convinced, man, I can make money on the under here. Do you still bet it? Or do you say, I don't want to root? Like, I don't want to root for missed baskets. I don't want to root for turnovers. I don't want to be cheering for missed three point shots. Do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, for sure. Uh, it's not fun. But if you do think it's the so- most solid angle, like that's what you would take and maybe just don't watch it because I've definitely taken unders before and it is miserable to watch, especially mm-hmm. when you see like an amazing first half uh, between both teams. And you're like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that I'm not even going to come close to hitting this bet. All right, let's go to the next game on the schedule. Back to the ACC, Wake Forest, number 10, Virginia, and uh, Kimpom has this line by three. I'll say Wake Forest has been pretty solid this year. Both teams six and two in the ACC, just one game behind Clemson, who sits at seven and one. Jinx, I kind of want to take Wake Forest here, but this number is not as big as I thought it was going to be.
1: Oh, I like the home dog here in a big way. Now, obviously, if you look at Virginia, you always look at the under because they play great defense and they play very methodical on very efficient, but very methodical on offense. But when it comes to covering the number, the Wahoos just aren't a great covering team. Only three and seven against the spread in their last 10. So I feel like maybe this is going to be a a square play. But Wake Forest at home, getting points. Demon Deacons, six and two, like you mentioned. Yeah, I'll take Wake Forest and, and maybe, maybe a little sprinkle on the money line here. If it's going to be a close game. Maybe you get yourself some plus money.
0: We're about to find out real quick what we're going to expect from Wake Forest, because like I said, they've yeah. looked pretty good uh, over this opening stretch. But the next three games or next four games, I should say, uh, UVA, Pitt, NC State and Duke, all teams uh, ranked, I believe, in the top 100 when it comes to Kempom, Bartorvik, whatever site you use. I think for me, seeing Wake Forest beat Clemson Eighty-seven, uh, seventy-seven. Clemson's a good team, so the fact that uh, yeah. they won that game by ten is really impressive to me. So I think they can keep it close here. I think this game is closer than maybe people expect. So I will go with Wake Forest getting three. Uh, let's go to the SEC. Number four, Alabama visiting Missouri. A six p.m. tip in this one. Kim Palm has Alabama by seven. I know the last Missouri game kind of ended in controversy where I believe there was some kind of like foul call uh, where it was like a really intense game. Alabama, we know, has one of the best offenses in the nation. Do you think it's good enough to cover seven against Missouri on the road?
1: I sure do. I really like Bama a lot here. And the Crimson Tide are playing great basketball. They won seven straight after losing that game to Gonzaga back in December. That includes going to Fayetteville, crushing Arkansas, which we know is a very good team under Eric Musselman, and also the Crimson Tide. 12 and six against the spread this season overall they're covering at a clip of 66 percent so you're talking about one of the best teams in the country playing well they cover on a regular basis i'm laying the seven with the tide baby
0: i'm leaning towards that as well uh even though i don't know uh seven seems like a lot the thing about betting on alabama is there's some volatility involved when you have a team that's a, a really good shooting team. Cause eventually they're going to have a night where they're not shooting the ball as effectively as they have been the entire season, but it's hard to go against one of the best offenses in the nation. But still uh, when you just look at the metrics alone, Missouri, a very solid team as well uh, seventh in the nation in adjusted efficiency on the offensive end. So maybe I'm underselling Missouri here, but until then it's roll tide roll for me. For Alabama, I'm interested to see who's good in the SEC. Jenks. they have the SEC tournament here in Nashville. I think I'm going to go. And no, I will not be betting on any unders because that's for losers. So. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the Beck QL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.